G'day, it's Josh Armour from Wrestle Radio Australia. Join us every week on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio and FNX.network for interviews with great Aussie pro wrestlers like AAA's Australian Suicide. I'm just really happy doing what I'm doing at the moment. Adam Brooks. Becoming the RCW champion, that, that really meant a lot. And great names from the States. Hey, this is the king of the mountain, Jeff Jarrett. Plus, more than 20 interviews on our YouTube channel. This is Brian Alvarez. This is Scrap Daddy himself, Scrap Brian Adam Pierce. A proud member of the FNX Network. It's Wrestle Radio Australia. gentlemen welcome to another the second edition i should say of throat punch and lombax i'm donald and i'm daniel and uh today's episode is going to be a special treat because our main topic will be on rocco's modern life but before that how are you doing good uh same uh, i'm doing good um so, Valentine's Day, I had to work, but we were able to go out to lunch. Why don't you tell us where I took, why don't you tell the people where I took you? Well, uh, he took me out to, um, a, to, um, a Denny's. And after that, we went, uh, back home. Well, right, but I was, I was talking about, like, uh, well, tell, tell like, what you had at Denny's and what, what, why Denny's? Well, I well I chose I chose um Denny's cause uh that is that is my favorite uh restaurant and um and um a plus I really I really love the I really love the uh spaghetti there too. No, it's called the Brooklyn spaghetti that you ordered. Yeah. Okay. And, it, and okay, so you've had that wasn't the first time you ordered it, right? So okay, can I, so like when you've been to Denny's, have you ever gotten breakfast there? No. You've <clears> never <throat> had breakfast there. Nope. Okay then. Um, this is my third time going to Denny's, because one time when I was little, my dad took me, and I think I think the experience for some reason for my dad was bad, and I can't remember what it was. And then I went, I met with Greg a couple weeks back. We went to Denny's. That was my second time, and then my third time was today was Valentine's Day, and I had a chili cheeseburger, and, and which, which was really uh, delicious. And I thought the service was pretty good. Um, then Valentine, so the gifts I got you, a teddy bear. It says like kiss me, I think, and then a a uh, a box of Hershey Kisses. And why don't you tell the folks what you got for me? Well, I got him a toy dog, a um, a card, 
and some um uh, and some um uh, and some and some um uh, can um uh, candies. Yeah, she got me a bag of of nutter butters. Cause I made a mistake. We would go to we have a mobile up where she lives, and we could just take like, a walk. It's like twenty second walk, and I don't hate nutter butters, but you know, and all of a sudden I just was craving them. So there was like three different times in a row where I just got them, and then one time me and Danny we uh we had a really shitty night. It was like an argument or something, and Danny felt bad, and I told her not to. And the next day I show up here. And to my surprise, she bought me, it's like how you get a regular pack of Oreos, she got me a thing of Nutter Butters. So now her thing is to always get me Nutter Butters, so she got me that. Then she got me a heart, like it's a heart-shaped box of the Reese Peanut Butter Cups, the mini ones, and then a bag of Snickers, and then she got me a frame with two pictures of us. So, a good Valentine's Day, and then work actually wasn't too bad. Um... Gonna ask the usual stuff. Anything on TV you've been watching as of late? Uh, no. Nothing new? Nope. Same old, same old? Yeah. Cooking shows and whatnot? Yeah. Okay. Uh, same for me. Anything new on, um, YouTube? Yeah, uh, lately I've been watching this, uh, this, um, um, I've been watching this, uh, streaming guy. I, I forgot his, uh, name, but... He does uh gameplay of the um of videos. And what does he do gameplays of? Like what type of games does he play? He did one with uh uh Rugrats, uh Spiral, um a uh, Crash, and some other um other games too. Any other YouTubers you've been watching as of late? Uh no. 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 Um, for me, I got, we got back into, oh, sorry, we got back into watching, um, LSPDFR, it seems like all, like, he's not doing live streams on YouTube anymore, I think he's doing it on Twitch, but that's okay, but, like, I'm starting to get back into that, um, so, then, like, what the episodes that I've seen, it, it, they're, they're actually pretty good, like, it, it seems like all the shit's getting, it's kind of getting back to normal and whatnot, it's like, before there was freaking problems, and, like, He'd go for a call out and uh, shit would go down. So like where like the chase would end just like that. And we've been watching critical videos. Uh, he, he plays games and he makes f uh, comments and whatnot about them. Pretty funny. Um, what do you think of critical? Um, I really um uh, I really um uh, like him. And I can tell because I noticed there's a bunch of videos she has. Like, she has a thing on her phone where she can save a YouTube video, like, on her, you know, I guess, like, what, whatever the YouTube thing is. And, uh, I know there's a bunch of them. Yeah, then on that one. I know me and you, we've been watching Game Grumps a lot lately. And, um, I'm trying to think what else. But, uh, and then I haven't really watched anything else on YouTube, just that. I was watching this guy, and his name's, he's in Australia, his name's Laserbeam, play, uh, Madden for a bit, and then there was another guy I was watching from, uh, I think, Tennessee, who was doing some Madden gameplay. That was actually pretty interesting. But uh, I think they're pretty much finishing up, so uh can't really watch anymore. Then we, I know we've watched some Vanos lately. But uh, other than that, nothing really new on YouTube. Have you seen any movies as of late? No. I um recently got to see... uh 
John Wick Chapter 2. Uh, for those who know John Wick, the first one is Keanu Reeves. And he plays a hitman who... He, he quit his... I don't know, hitman, assassin, whatever the hell you want to call him. And he quit. He, he wanted to leave because he met this woman. And in the first one, pretty much, he does. And she ends up dying of cancer. So, but like I said, he still he has no urge to do it. And this guy ends up fucking with him, who just so happened is a son of a mafia guy. The mafia, and the son doesn't know that who John Wick is. And it pretty much ends up leading. He steals John Wick's car. Three days after, in the first one, three days after his wife dies, he steals John Wick's car and kills John Wick's dog, which his wife got him. And ends up, the whole first movie is just John Wick just, this is, Keanu Reeves is just a fucking killing machine. It's a really good movie. Well, the second one, what it has to deal with, the main t plot is, is uh, the, the these hitmen, like you find out in the first one, they have these like oaths and shit that they, uh, or contract killers, they have these like oaths they go through. And what happened was, John Wick, he, he said he quit, but if he ever went back, He'd have to owe the person that helped him quit, um, go, um, kill somebody he wanted, and it's pretty much, shit goes haywire, and it's just all these assassins trying to get after John Wick, and it, the first one's better, but this one had, I think it had more action, and it was very detailed, like, it wasn't even had that fast-moving camera horse shit, and, uh, I like the first one, the second one's alright, but, uh, I saw that, and other than that, I haven't seen any... New movie, uh, new movie since, um, music, anything new you've been listening to? No. There's nothing, regular stuff? Yeah. Because I know last time I talked to you, you were listening to Coldplay. Um, had any new food? Nope. Nope? No. Um, shit, this might be a quick one. <laughs> uh, I had, I tried the, uh, Junior Mac recently, and I, I told you about I had the chili cheeseburger. But anyway, Big Mac or McDonald's came out. They have the Big Mac, the Grand Mac, and the Junior Mac. And uh, the Grand Mac is supposed to be a little bit bigger than yeah. It's like I don't know how, like how, by how, but I guess like the patties are a little bit bigger from, from a regular Big Mac. But I'm really loving the Junior Mac. It's just perfect size. Now, what sucks is it's supposed to be a limited time offer, but I hope that's not true. Because the size is just freaking perfect for me. Like, I can, like, wolf down three or four. I could not do that with a regular Big Mac. And I sure as hell can't do that with the uh, Grand Mac. Um, Any games recently? No. No, nothing new? Nope. How much games have you... How much lately have you been playing, though? Not really? Because I know you, you just got over... I forgot to mention this. We 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 said we were gonna go by a regular schedule, which we are. But somebody in this room, not gonna say who, got really fucking sick, and uh, she lost what you lost your taste buds. Yeah, I did. Um, if you were just you, 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 like Danny loves fast food. She loves she just loves food in general. Like, that's why I love her about her the most. Is like. She wants to try shit. You know, me and her, we always try to, you know, and since I got a car, we, you know, we go to places and we try food. And Danny, she's like, 
<laughs> she'd look at food and she'd be pissy. That's how freaking sick it was. And then she slowly got back into where she started craving stuff like, what was it, the macaroni and cheese cups? Yeah. So she's better now, but, uh, yeah, so, like, she really, there wasn't really that much for gaming. I know if she, is, if she did play games, it was the Panda Pop and whatnot on her phone. Um, For me, I think it's the same games as usual. I'm pretty much playing Fire Pro Wrestling 2. And, uh, Fire Pro Wrestling 2, or Fire Pro Wrestling Returns, whatever the hell it's called. And, um, NBA 2K17. Um, so, other than that, no, no TV. Books, have you been reading anything? No. Okay. Really? Nope. You haven't? No. I, um, I actually don't, I don't like to, um, oh, read, so. Says the, well, the, what's that stuff you were doing on DeviantArt, though, if I may ask? Um, it's fan, a, uh, fan, uh, fiction. Fan fiction, okay. And what, like, what, what's the fan fiction you've been reading of? I know what it is, but the people that, you know, might be curious. Well, uh, I... Um, it's about my Crash Bandicoot kill two that I um um made made for the game. I um I uh I stole the fan f f uh fiction um back in back in um uh, twenty ten. And then wasn't there someone else's fan fiction you were reading? Yeah. Um. I think who I think who name is uh Lucan Lee Leanne, and she 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 used to do it, but but now she does not. But who fan fiction is called Outcast um a Outcast um a Outcast um a Bandicoot. Okay, that's interesting. Um, speaking of DeviantArt, has how how have been how have things been lately? Because when when I hang out with you, it seems like shit's been going down lately. For those who don't know, um, well, I I'm a schmuck, but why don't you tell the people what the hell? For those who don't know, what DeviantArt is, and then we'll go into uh what I asked you. But uh, what's DeviantArt? It is a web. It is a website where for people who like to um who like to draw on uh white stuff yeah it's 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 amazing how just some of the the fan fiction like what was it i don't think you were just scrolling through something but there someone did something where they wrote like a story about the muppets trying soda yeah. and they had dialogue for almost all the characters and just and then some of these pictures where it's like Danny will do like she'll do uh Ratchet and Clink characters and then she'll do like uh, okay or Crash Bandicoot what you've done Sonic you did a Sergeant a Camp WWE Sergeant Slaughter right yeah and like certain characters like she'll do like she'll do Crash Bandicoot then she might do tell me if I'm wrong but like you do like them as a kid right yeah and then like don't you do like emo or gothic uh, Sonic and or no 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 I don't oh I would have swore well that one I thought that was like or was that like a zombie I would have swore you did one where you did there was a one you did and you did like three different versions of her or was that of you as a crash character of you 
Okay. Um. But uh, anyway, but Deviant Art. So uh, how, how have things been on there? Have things kind of stayed? Or things getting better? Or things? Because last I knew, it seemed like some shit was going down there for some people. Well, uh, well, uh, things have been the uh, uh, same. Same. Yeah. Chaotic. Yeah. Um. Well, anyway, so for those who are curious, what was it? What was it? People just what being assholes, screwing other people, um, and uh, people just you know being trolls, yeah. right? When you say that uh, lately, uh, Danny, you tell me there's been a lot of trolls on there. Yeah. Fucking let let the people fucking be and whatnot. And then was it, we had that one dick. We got this one. I wouldn't call. I don't think the guy's a troll, as in he's just an asshole. As in a troll, just that you purposely start shit. Was in this guy, just nope. This is my opinion. Nope, fuck you. Like in wrestling, you have the people that are uh, Greg. He would, he, he, you would, uh, you'd understand this. Wrestling, we had the Bullet Club, and there are people who need Bullet Club never get a day. Fuck you, greatest thing ever. And then you politely on Twitter and Facebook go, you know, sir, I, you know, I don't think the Bullet Club is as good as a. Go block him, yeah. There's some dickhead with Sonic. I'm not, we, I don't know the. I, I wouldn't mention the people's names, but also I don't even remember this dickhead's name. But I know Danny. She's like, she's got a thing on her phone. that goes, people I don't want to uh, be with or friend or you know, people I think are trolls. I don't think this guy's a troll, but like, what was it? He he, he was calling talking shit about this character from Sonic. Yeah. If you like her, you're an idiot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're a great motherfucker, aren't you? He's so fucking stupid. Yeah. And what was it? Somebody got screwed. They have a thing on Damon Art where it's like um trade. Yeah. And what it is is pretty much like uh I love Space Ghost and Danny loves uh Ratchet and Clank. So what we would do is we go to let's I go to Danny and I'd message her on Demon Art and I'd go, I wanna make a trade. Well what the, how the trade's supposed to work is look. I'll draw you a version of Clank and or whoever your favorite character in that game is, and you draw me a photo of uh, Zorak, and I, I give you a description. I goes oh, so, and Danny she'd be like, well, okay, I want you to do a thing of Clank, but I want you Clank on a volcano, da da da, and I go okay, well, I want a picture of Zorak eating party cake, and that's how it's supposed to be. But recently, we've seen a couple people, uh, this this one woman was getting screwed where she was trying to do art trades, and people were telling her, here, here, I drew this for you, now I want you to, and she wasn't getting what she wanted back. And she was telling people, you know, well, fuck you, and she got all pissy. Then, what was it, we saw a message where, I guess a lot of shit's been, it's, I would have never thought here, this art, this website where art's being done, was it, didn't we have a guy quit? Wait, he didn't quit. Guys, I'm 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 gonna walk away from it, and then what was it? A, a day or two later, there was a message where the guy said that uh, it was someone else on his account saying that they weren't gonna do it anymore. Like I'm not gonna get into detail, but it's like me. I'm reading like Danny. She's like she she nudged me. Like I'm about like she goes on Deviant Art when about eleven o'clock at night when we hang out. I, we gotta go back because uh, her dad comes home and he hangs out in the basement, so we gotta go in Danny's room. So I'm watching. Some cooking show, I can't remember what it was. And I'm looking at Demon, Danny's Demon Art, and I'm reading this, and Danny throws down and goes, Whoa, did you read that? And this person pretty much 
is quitting and all this shit's happening, but yeah, it's it's I would have never have thought. Has it always had this much chaos or has it just been recently? Um, I think it's uh always um had it. You just it just lately it's been really bulging out. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's it's always been crazy, but you're really starting to notice it. Like you can't hide it. Um Alright. So um before we go to a commercial break, I gotta tell you about uh this weird wacky story that happened to me uh, yesterday. So I was supposed to go into work about three o'clock. About yeah, about no three thirty. So I go into rock. I go. I go. I leave. I leave Danny's. Go home. Take a shower. Get my stuff on. And I'm about to go to work. I get there. And my boss is like, um, it's so freaking slow. They said, we won't, we'll have you punch in at five o'clock. And I'm at Applebee's. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck am I going to do? I'm not going to drive back to Belvedere. And I don't want to sit in there. So I decide to go to Beefaroo, cheeseburger, cheese fries, and then we have this thing, it's called Half Price Bookstore, and they have VHS. It's like Salvation Army without the clothes. They sell books. Like, the highest you'll see something is, I think you might see something for either $4 or $5, but it's really in the range between $1 and $3. And they have, like I said, books, all, type of, all types of books, uh, DVDs, all types of CDs. Recently, there's the video games. And v- records, CDs, VHS tapes, you name it. They have it. They even have a laser disc, I want to say. I think it's, it's what they call it, laser disc. So, the day before, I went in the half price bookstore. I went in there because I just, for shits and giggles, I just, I went in there. Or I can't remember what it was. And they had 25 PS1 games. Now, I tell you this because I go in there yesterday. And Danny, would you like to guess how many PS1 games they had? Yep. Give, give, ask, just give me a number. They had 25 there the day before. Why don't you add, just give me a number. How do you, how do you think was left? Ten. Three. They had three PS1 games. It went from 25 to three. And I was texting Greg, and Greg's like, well, maybe a collector went in and bought a bunch of them. Then I'm walking out, and I see... They had a sale. They every so often half price bookstore. They had those uh fancy schmancy bags, um like the the straps on them, and I forget what you call them. But what did they do is if you could feel that whole bag off, that he'll feel that whole bag, you get so much percent off. That sale was yesterday. So the only thing I can think of is somebody must have just oh here's all because I love it. They had GameCube games, they were still all intact. The PS2 games they looked like there was some missing. Uh, the Xbox games, some missing. Xbox 360, some missing. And, oh, may I, may I mind you, in this PS1 section, they had some Dreamcast. Because what it is, they, what it, well, really what it is, is they take games that are in that, I should say, um, maybe, maybe they weren't all PS1 games, but I think there's a couple of Dreamcast and some computer, because they take the, the same, anything that's the same, in the same type of case for PS1, those, those smudge in there. But I know there was at least 25 fucking PS1 games. There was a bunch of them, I should say. And they took some guys. I mean, some guy must have just went, huh? and put him in the back. 
this is this is fucking nuts. And I'm thinking, okay, the PS4, you can't play any PS1 games. So unless we have some people playing PS2 or people that are gonna use their PS3, and the thing about it is, like, Greg, we went to that one game place in uh, Loves Park. Yeah, they had Sega games, but there was all different types of Sega sports games. Well, well, that's the thing. A lot of the PS1 games, I mean, there was some variety. Like, there was, I think, a Grand Fe uh, an old Grand Theft Auto game. I think they had, like, a Mortal Kombat game. And they, they had different types of other games, but they were mostly sports. So, I mean, I don't know, maybe some guy just wanted either, you know, not being a dick, maybe someone's not as fortunate, so that any, oh, it's a PS2 game, or, hey, how long will it play on the PS3? I, mean, I don't know, but I thought that was nuts, how it went from so many one day to... So many the other day, but uh, yeah, I thought I would uh, thought I'd tell you that. Um, you don't really do news, as I said. It's just we, we're trying to be different than you know the regular neurotaku. So on that note, uh, almost 24 minutes in, we'll take a commercial break, and we'll be right back with our main topic of Rocco's modern life. <laughs> Hey, MSR. Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, do you like geeky things? I love geeky things, Chunky Larry. How much do you love geeky things? I would say at least a seven. A seven? That's yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Do you know where you can get geeky things? Um, I mean, I, I have a few places on the internet I go to. Um, well, the one place you want to go on the internet is geeksoftheindustry.com. Because it's got geeks at the beginning. Oh, that, that that's a good point. Geeks of the industry dot com. You say, what is that? What is that about? What is that? Well, you know, it's got a little bit of everything. It's got cartoons, movies, music, video games, wrestling. You know, anything that's geeky that you're into, you'll probably be able to find at Geeks of the Industry dot com. I can watch all of those things. No, no, no. It's a podcast website. You listen to things. Oh. You can download them from the website, or you can, you know, subscribe to one of the shows on Stitcher or iTunes. What was that website again? That's geeksoftheindustry.com, my good friend. I'm going to go right now. Yeah, sorry, my brother. You've got to get your own. Once you're done listening to this podcast, go ahead to cycloud.com, so the show's right network. Check out the Mothership show, ShellPod. We talk about Ring of Honor, TNA, WWE, NXT, New Japan, and many more. We're a topical podcast that discusses things such as classic pay-per-views, tournaments, top lists, favorite lists, and just simple wrestling discussions. So please go on over to soundcloud.com slash network. Give us a download. We'll see you there. Well, let me tell you something, dude. One place I'm not banned is Butts and Seeds Podcast, brother. My main man, Frank Harris, and Josh the Thunder from Down Under Armour review WCW podcast, man, and they're from the 90s. Black Blood's music, it's fucking hilarious. He looks like the combination of Kane and the members of Doom, and his music yeah. sounds like a breaker from Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> 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 There's also interviews and special episodes, man, and you can get it for free, brother, on iTunes and Stitcher. What you gonna do when butts and seats run wild on you, man?
celebrity voice impersonated. Ladies and gentlemen, with part two of our show, the second half of the show, I should say, um, where we talk about Rocco's Modern Life. Pretty much, what is it? Uh, well, Rocco's Modern Life is an, is was a show created by Joe Murray for Nickelodeon. The series centered around the surreal life of an Australian immigrant wallaby named Rocco, as well as his friends, a gluttonous steer named Heifer. An erotic turtle named Filbert, and Rocco's fateful dog Spunky. It is set in the fictional town of O Town, and is laden with adult humor, including double entendres and innuendos, and pretty much satire, satirical social commentary. Murray created the title character for an unpublished comic book series in the late late 1980s. He, he's never able to get the money for it, and it seemed like no one really wanted the urge to do it. And after reluctantly talking to Nickelodeon, that's when he decided to do a show on it. Network gave the staff a large amount of creative freedom, which we can really tell from a lot of the freaking jokes and whatnot. Um, and the show was pretty much it was written for children and adults. It premiered September 18th of 1993 and ended November 24th of 1996. So there was a total of four seasons and 52 episodes. This show is also notable for the career of voice actors Tom Kenny, who is, um, of course, SpongeBob. He played Heifer. Um, yeah, he played Heifer, or Hef. Carlos Alzaracio, I, 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 I'm not saying that name right, who played Rocco's Modern Life. He's from, he played the mouse in Cat Dog. Yeah. And um, he was also in uh, Reno 911. Oh, by the way, fun fact. There is a famous restaurant character that he did the voice for. Would you like to uh, guess, Danny? SpongeBob. No, I'm talking about restaurant, like a restaurant character. No. Carlos Alzareki, I'm not pronouncing that name right, who did the voice of Rocco and that mouse, whatever the hell, or mice, whatever the fuck you want to call it, from Cat Dog, did for years was the famous voice of the Taco Bell Chihuahua. Ever seen those commercials? Yeah, the yeah. Pedro Taco Bell. That was him. And um, what's cool, what's uh, really also famous about and well known about uh, Rocco's Modern Life is the fact that after it got canceled, about two three years later, half of the group that wrote for it and did voices and whatnot <coughs> ended up getting together and making. Can you guess what show they made? What? SpongeBob SquarePants. So, and if you think about it, there's a lot, the craziness, of course, with Rocco, by life, it does kind of make sense that, um, they, uh, end up doing, uh, Spongebob, 
Um, just want to get into more uh, detail about it. Um, the setting, uh, like I said, Rocco's My Life phone. As we told that one. Of course, we also have the characters, uh, Ed, Big Head, Ed, and his wife, um, Beverly Big Head. Um, it's pretty much Rocco's Modern Life is in, like, it's supposed to be, is the town it's based on, O-Town, supposed to be a fictional American town located near the quote-unquote Great Lakes. Places in the town include the Chokey Chicken, later renamed Chewy Chicken, to the, the former name referring to, would you like to guess, Danny? Mastubation. Which is a parody of KFC and a favorite restaurant place. If you remember the episode where it's to heckin' back. Remember Heifer was eating the Chokey Chicken, choked on it, <laughs> and uh, went to heck. Um, Kaglamo, Cug which is a corporation, a mega corporation with a slung, we own you. And they pretty much, most of the stuff in town, Kaglamo does. There's a place called Heck, which is a turtle torment run by Peaches. And where bad people go when they die, whole old wood, a town that resembles Hollywood, and kind of a lot of comics, which is a comic book store where Rocco and Filbert worked. It is owned by a cruel toad named Mr. Smitty. Many of the locations in Rocco's Modern Life have the letter O in them. For example, O Town Clamoral Corporation. When asked about the use of O, Murray said he always liked got a big kick out of the business called House O Paint. And ton on noodle, ton o noodles, and he just he liked that. So originally, Rocco was a character uh, that's oh, the character that's not just Rocco, but I guess the other characters they they appeared in an unpublished unpublished comic book title named Travis. Maria tried selling the comic book in the late uh, early late 1980s, but no one wanted to touch it. Uh, then he just, what he did is other characters he just, he did in, um, sketchbooks and whatnot. In the 1990s, uh, he went, he, he, he tried doing a film called, um, uh, an independent film called My Dog Zero, and, which I got, I guess, some hit. Well, then he won, um, Nickelodeon, he knew was someone trying, was going to be a, um, uh, like a cartoon network. Um, they were needing, of need of programming, he tried selling them. The My Dog Zero and Nickelodeon pretty much decided that they liked it, but they wanted to change it up a little bit. And that they thought that it, it wouldn't sell, but like when, uh, I guess it, it, it got brought up about his other characters, Nickelodeon got really interested. And they told him pretty much, they pretty much, they gave him creative, they told him to give him, I guess, creative freedom. And. That's pretty much, like I said, because at the time, Nickelodeon didn't have any programming. I mean, they had programming, but, like, they really didn't care how things were. So they pretty much just let it be and uh, so on and so forth. So, um, Danny, your memories of Rocco's Modern Life. Well, um, way back, way back, then when I was in... Elementary school. I I I've used to watch 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 the watch the show in in till I went until I went into um school. Yeah, I um when I was little, you know, you 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 can people get you could get pissy because I did watch 
you know, I, I said I, I was never into Codename Connect or Invader Sim. When I was little, believe it or not, I was once little. Um, what I liked was I liked the old Hanna Barbera, so Yogi Bear, uh, Magilla Gorilla, um, Huckleberry Hound, Quick Draw McGraw. I like those cartoons. I love the Looney Tunes. And at the time of Rocco's Modern Life, you had this. You had um, All Real Monsters. You had Cow and Chicken. Uh, Baboon and Weasel. Uh, Courage the Cowrie Dog. Uh, Space Goes Coast to Coast. Tom and Jerry. Like, it, like what was on TV, I should say, at the time. So, like, that's the shows that I liked, um, pretty much when I was, uh, those are the shows, so, it was just on, and, and my sister liked it, so, uh, I just, I really got into it, and, uh, that's pretty much, and I, like, I remember when I'd wake up, yeah, in elementary, seven in the morning, they'd have it on, and then at, late at night, I remember, um, Every so often, Nicktoons would have re um, like all day reruns of certain or all day marathons of certain shows, and like Rocco did it a couple times. Uh, I also like you. You don't like the show, but I liked uh, Club Club Lamb, or was it no Kaboom? I can't Club, remember. Um, it was called um uh Club Lamb. Yeah, I like that. Um, and I'm trying, and then there was some other ones like I said, and of course SpongeBob's a favorite of mine. And, uh, yeah, so, oh, by the way, just, uh, i tell you some story. So, talk about, uh, the adult-laden humor. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life have been noted for its racy humor. Adults made up more than one-fifth of the audience for the show's during, uh, entire run. The series contained numerous adult innuendos, such as Rocco's brief stint as, as a telephone operator in episode Canned, the instructions on the wall behind him helpfully reminded all employees to be hot, be naughty, and be courteous. When he he flatly repeats "Oh baby" into the receiver, Joe Murray noted that the season one segment leap. Oh, I'm um, sorry, he did that. Uh, Joe Murray noted that the season one segment leapfrogs received some complaints from some parents due to its sexual humor, leading to Nickelodeon removing the episode from. The uh, remainder of the show's run, although it later aired on the cable channel Nicktoons, which I've seen that, I have it on here, and was made available on DVD and video streaming sites such as Netflix. And the good, the bad, the wallaby, Heifer encounters a milking machine and finds pleasure in it, although only his reactions are shown on screen. Uh, according to writer-director Jeff Swampy Marsh, the scene was originally supposed to have hearts appearing in Heifer's eyes at the climatic moment, although it clearly wasn't going to be included. They described the scene to Nickelodeon censorship anyways. We described the scene and then waited for the axe to fall, but all they said was, can you change the hearts to stars? We said, sure. And it went in. The scene, as well as a scene showing Heifer's breakup with the machine, were later removed. <laughs> They are intact in the Canadian broadcast of the episode. However, in addition, the uncut version can still be found on a VHS of Rocco's Modern Life. We have friends like these. I think I have that on here. There were at least two occurrences of immediate censorship on the series. The original broadcast of the segment, Road Rash, featured a scene in which Rocco and Heifer stop at what is suggested to be a 
Love Hotel, yes, the No-Tell Motel, advertising hourly rates, and asked the horse desk clerk for a room who infers the two will be engaging in intercourse all night. Whistles wheat woo. Okay. The first airing of Hut Sut Raw Nickelodeon are included a scene in which Rocco is picking berries upon picking one of on a little bush, a bear <laughs> rushes out whimpering and grasping his crotch. <laughs> He's grabbing a dingleberry. The scene is untouched in the Canada. Both scenes were edited by Nickelodeon after the first broadcast. In Wacky Deli, the segment was shortened by approximately 10 seconds to remove footage of Sal Amy repeatedly whacking Betty Baloney over the head with a telephone receiver. In addition, the restaurant named Choky Chicken, as you said, got changed to Chewy Chicken after the season four. I love it. Now we'll change it now. As the series entered the reruns after cancellation, more scenes were cut. The entire episode leapfrogs in which Bev Bighead tries to seduce Rocco is skipped. When Shout Factory announced the DVD retail release for the series, they were concerned whether Nickelodeon would allow Shout to release a series with some of the racial humor, um, wild humor, I guess that's what it says. In the network returns at the end, Shot Factory only received material from sources that were edited for broadcast, so the episode still remains censored on DVDs. The only uncut release the show on DVD so far was published in Germany in late 2013, although the release is still missing the uncut version of uh, Road Rash. So there you go, as you said. So the wild, uh, wacky humor. I guess I love that joke where yeah, he's picking berries and all of a sudden he grabs one, and the bear whimpering, grabbing his crotch, just grabbed the dingleberry. So Danny doing this, she wanted us to watch two episodes, and uh, which we did. I'm gonna discuss a favorite. I'm gonna have Danny do her two, and then I'll do my two. So go ahead, Danny. Okay. Um. Uh, okay. Uh. Fifth episode from season four, and it's. It's episode three. It is it, called um, a teed off. The episode starts off with starts off at as uh with Ken Grandma. Uh, his I guess boss needs him for a golf game to help Mister Do Mister Department for some. For some reason, there's a guy wearing a gas mask, spying and hopping out, and and Mister Dupont when also weirdly there are p pianos in trees that 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 are hit hidden. As um a golf ball and make them explode. Turns out that the turns out that the other team is trying to make Ed lose. So the so the other team is um is um a is um a cheating. Huffer is secretly helping Edwin. Ed doesn't know that he is helping him out. Well. Throughout the show, 
throughout the episode, Pianos come down, actually smacking into Ed, but, but, uh, but, uh, thankfully, Huffer is secretly helping him, uh, throwing the golf, golf balls in the horse. And if Ed misses, uh, Sutin chat, Mr. Dupet will win. Ed is told not to hit the Ed is told not to hit the bar in a certain die question. So Ed hits the ball in the water. The ball sinks and Huffer grabs it. Comes out of the comes out of the water on a plane of some kind and throws the ball in the in in hole eighteen. So so Ed won the golf game. Due to the pianos hitting Huffer's Huffer's um plane, he loses control and crashes into the tree. Where the guy wearing the gas mask mask was uh was so the so the next episode is is also from season four. It's it is episode six and it's called Magic on a Meatball. This episode also starts off at as with. Um, Ed got pole molded to be a new ex 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 executive. The old ex the old ex executive couldn't keep up with all the papers, so that's why Ed was randomly chosen to be a new one. Ed was able to keep up and get all the Papers done thanks to that magic um of meatball giving him all the answers. Ed threw a paper plane that ended up flying into the magic meatball. Um of breaking it. Suddenly the magic meatball came to life. Ed feeling bad is trying his best to get the Magic meatball happy. The the meatball started to cry, saying that he wants to get married. So him and Ed get um get um a married. Ed and the ma Ed and the magic meatball got into a fight because Ed really needs the answer to install a employee parking lot or or not. Mr. Dupet and Mr. Dupet and this one guy went to see and turns out that the magic meatball was not alive and all 
and all along, Ed was going crazy just, 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 just talking and treating it as the magic meatball was life. Therefore, Ed got, Ed got fired from being the new, being the new ex yeah, I like the magic meatball one. It's like it's in Chinese. All it wants is Chinese. So uh, then the teed off. I think I've, I probably have seen it. Just it's a matter of uh, when though. So uh, okay. So uh, my uh first episode is from is part of season one and is I believe episode episode six A which is Leapfrog. And in Leapfrogs what it is is Beverly Big Head uh feels like she's not getting the love from Ed. Ed just he's always going to work coming home, sleeping, eating, doesn't give a shit. So one day she's like wanting some attention and she notices her neighbor, Rocco, is mowing the lawn. She starts looking at Rocco and, uh, well, to put it lightly, she she's getting turned on. Oh, Rocco. <laughs> oh, Rocco, I just, you're such a young, handsome man. So like, oh, can you mow the lawn? Oh, I don't know how to work this VCR. So like, Rocco starts doing all this like stuff for her, and it gets to be a po uh one, and it gets to be to where it's too much, and two, Rocco's getting creeped out. So they do a bunch of work. He does a bunch of work, and oh, come on, Rocco, why don't you come inside? And they sit down, and she puts the tape in the VHS where it's either toads or frogs making love, and she starts inching close to him. She goes, oh, oh my, my dress, for some reason I can't get it zipped up. So Rocco starts working on the zipper, oh, and it pops off, and she's naked. And just as Rocco's, oh no, what am I supposed to do, what am I supposed to do, Ed Bighead comes home. And Ed's like, can you just two get a room? And he just, he leaves. So, you end up having um, Beverly, you know, saying all this stuff, talking about how, you know, she's not appreciated. And Rocco just goes, you're not treating her right, yada, yada, yada. And in the end, we have a, out of nowhere, I believe it's um, Cupid, just shows up, hits, <laughs> hits, um, hits uh, Ed with some arrows, and, well, uh, they start. They're, uh, the, it seems like they're going to have some sexual intercourse when instead all they're doing is they're throwing plates and breaking them with their tongue. Yeah. Um, so that's my one favorite episode. And then my other favorite one is, well, there's, let's see, I like, oh, fuck, I can't think of the freaking name of it, but, uh, it's where, uh, let me see. Well, I'll mention some honor. Oh, by the way, and uh, my favorite characters are are uh, I 
I uh, I they're pretty much everybody in the shows. I, I just love. I love Ed, every big head. But there's this hippo, and it, I love it. It's just, the hippo, and you'll see it like it's in uh, sand in your navel. And uh, there's a couple episodes. There's like one episode. My favorite one is. Uh, I can't think of the name of it, but it's so freaking funny. Uh, where it's Rocco and this hippo. I think it's a hippopotamus, and they start ding dong ditching, and they end up almost getting thrown into prison for it. And uh, anyway, this hippo is my favorite character. She's like, "Oh, aren't you so sweet, oh big boy?" And all of a sudden, the hippo will get angry, and and all of a sudden go, "You pervert! How dare you!" And then the sand navel, it, the hippo somehow manages to take Rocco. Put it into a ball and hit it like it's a volleyball, and they start using Rocco as a volleyball. But um, there's so many of my favorite episodes, so I'll just mention this one because I'm the one I'm thinking about right now, and also because I have the name of it. It's uh, called Power Trip, and uh, which is also the same. It's the same episode that has to Heckenback, where Heifer chokes on a chicken bone, and that's where you meet the Grim Reaper, whose name is uh, Peaches. Uh, but uh, anyway. Power Trip is um, at the uh, all kind of con- kind of comic store. Rocco works there, and his boss, for some reason, is deciding he's gonna he's gonna go like on vacation for a week. And he says, "Rocco, I you know I, I don't want to do this, but I'm gonna put you in charge. You can have my office, yada yada." Oh, and by the way, there's this one button. Don't touch it. Rocco. Okay. So to need help, Rocco decides to hire Filbert, who's a turtle. He was like his one of his best friends. And anyway, they love this comic book store. Well, one day, Rocco, after having a tough day, decides to sit in the chair. And he pushes the button. And all the button does is it gives him a nice massage. Well, slowly, Rocco starts to turn into that toe character. And he starts chewing out Filbert to the point where he Filbert screws up on something. And, uh, he, he's about to fire him. And also, he's becoming the Toad, so, like, in this comic book shop, <coughs> excuse me, people will, like, uh, just go in there to read, just look at comic books. So, like, he'll give them shit. And yada yada. He's pretty much, he's pushing Filbert to the bone. When, out of nowhere, Rocco's favorite superhero, really, really big man, comes in. And <laughs> to show all the harm that Rocco is do- doing... He gives him the his chest hairs of the past and the nipples of the future. So he sucks his nipples right into Rocco's eyes. And pretty much you see like all this, the, the pain that Rocco's causing. And then it shows, it's funny, there's a montage of Rocco and Filbert as friends. And all it is is when they're kids and it's Filbert on a swing set getting swung going, I'm nauseous, I'm nauseous, I'm nauseous, I'm nauseous. Grows a little older, I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous, I'm nauseous, and so is Rocco and Filbert tombstones together as they're dead, and all of a sudden you hear the grave, I'm nauseous, I'm nauseous. So anyway, um, Rocco decides, okay, so he starts turning it around, and they're really making business again, they're making more money, boss comes back, I'm happy with uh, what you're doing, oh, by the way, fire Filbert, and Rocco decides to, uh, no, if you can't have me, then you gotta, you know, I'll quit. So they both get fired. And oh, by the way, really, really big man. 
so Superman is, of course, Clark Kent. Well, really, really big man is some reporter that's supposed to be a lady. So really, really big man's other persona gets hired. So it's this big woman breaking into shit. <laughs> this manly woman uh, ends up getting to work at a comic book store. So uh, those are my two favorite out of many episodes. So, uh, yeah, and I also, I like the Rocco's, uh, I like the theme song. So, uh. And whatnot. So, but yeah, I I enjoyed this. This this is this is pretty cool. Um. So, uh, any other thoughts on Rocco's Modern Life? Nope. Um. Like I said, I th- it's a great show. What's cool about it is, um, Shout Factory, who brings back damn near everything, and who are distributing uh, Mystery Science Theater and whatnot. And uh, in February 2013, they released a complete series. I guess Shout Factory did release. So, if you don't want the complete series, you can get uh. I guess seasons, like, they, they they did release season one, season two, season three, season four, but, uh, you can get, like, season one for, like, 19 bucks at Walmart, so, uh, it's, it's pretty cool, but, uh, other than that, then on that note, then, uh, so it's like I said, Rocco's Modern Life, I could go, I'm trying to think, uh, there's something I was going to talk about when it comes to Nickelodeon and censorship, but I can't think of it, so maybe I'll, I'll think of it some other time. But uh, on that note, shout outs, New Gen Project Podcast, Butts and Seats Podcast, and OSW Review, Twitter handle at Throat Punch All. Danny? Um, follow me on Twitter at uh, VampireChick111. Um, our next episode is going to be looking at foods from other, uh, well known foods from other countries, aka international fast food menus to see you know some of the differences like uh in maine mcdonald's has lobster uh, i think in brazil we go to mcdonald's you can get a uh, spaghetti uh in jamaica apparently you can get donuts with your kfc uh so just different types of international menus of course and then like uh you got oreos with uh, different types of flavors and whatnot uh dr pepper bubble gum so on that note I'm the throat puncher. She's a Lombax, aka Danny, aka Donald. Uh, for this, we can't wait to join you till next week, which hopefully we'll be recording soon. Bye bye.